Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is the Frey Podcast. Brought to you by thefray.com, a place for women who want more from life. Today's podcast is an episode with my little sister, Mill Morgan. Welcome back. Thank you. We are going to speak specifically about how to date and also how to stay safe while you're dating because I think it's really important that we talk about that. Yeah, I agree. I think it's something that's probably not touched on too much. The safety part? Yeah, the safety part. It probably is, but we probably just have disregarded. <laughs> We've disregarded it. <laughs> I feel like there are so many things I have done throughout like my whole life, like when I think back to even being a teenager, like so many things that I've done that just kind of like make my toes curl and be like, oh, like that was kind of dangerous and yeah, that's just lucky. Even some things we've done as an adult very recently that have made our toes curl. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah. So first of all, let's talk about like the logistics or some practical tips that we can perhaps offer people who might be dating for the first time and feeling a bit out of their depth. One of the first things, and we've mentioned this in a previous episode and I have banged on about this and I will continue to beat this drum because I think it's just such a great way to look at things. The first one is to go for the story. Yeah, I I think that's a really, really good way to look at it. It just takes the pressure off and <laughs> she's giving me an evil look. No, don't. Because she's reading from my notes. <laughs> Mallory is the kid that turns up having done no homework. Like I have messaged her so many times this week and been like, hey, can you think of three things for this? Can you do it? And she will leave me on red and then send me something completely different. And she just shows up and she's like, I, look, I'm, and, and I'm not going to be prepared. I still managed to carry it through. No, I'm I tilting think, my notes away. From I you. think, yeah, she's not letting me read anymore. But okay, you're done. Go, go for the story. I am, I'm a big go for the story. I, yeah, I, but you are to your detriment. You yeah, probably abs- take it a little too far. I, love dating and I think you're like just get married for the story just get a tattoo of someone's name for the story and it is a story I've got many stories what is that name when you're um oh that's someone I went on two dates with and then got his name tattooed it was a successful tinder match (laughs) yeah exactly it was my first ever hinge match (laughs) (laughs) what a moment okay so when I say go for the story that's just to me like take the pressure off and go as the observer rather than being like oh my gosh I'm going on a date what could this be how will it unfold what will happen if you go with the beginner's mindset or the observer's mindset you're literally just there for the experience oh yeah and I'm probably like exactly what Kylie's just said but my version of go for the story is go for the story so you can just tell your friends how terrible it was or how great it was or that this guy rock up with three quarter shorts and shin high socks that is a great story (laughs) or like jorts jorts yeah three quarter jorts 
<laughs> Zip off cargo pants. Zipping kings. <laughs> so I love that because all too often people just get in their head and make something more than it is. So take the pressure off. Just remind yourself it's just two people meeting. You've done this before. You've had a conversation before. Something you said in a past episode was to like not be so concerned about them liking you, just be concerned about you liking them. Oh, yeah, and I stand by that. Don't worry if they like you. Just worry if you like them, like everything they're, they're talking or saying or how they're acting. Observe it and see if it's something that aligns with you and what you like. Which is kind of one of my points, which I've written down is... I didn't know that. I couldn't see it. <laughs> I've cut her off. No, but it's kind of a nice segue into another point, which is about the importance of just being yourself. That's something that I have really lent into probably the last maybe six months more is I would rather someone doesn't like me for who I truly am versus someone likes me for like a version of me that I think they want me to be. Yeah. And I think everyone naturally puts their best of foot, course their can, best foot of forward course. but I understand exactly what you're saying I'm the exact same like now I'm like oh this is me take it or leave it yes um, I'm a mess and I have 10 boys names tattooed on me <laughs> love it <laughs> love it or lump it <laughs> um because I think coming out of my marriage one of the things was like really struggling to know my identity and I had based so much of my identity in being a quote unquote good wife. And so then going into dating, I was like, who am I in relation to this person? Versus now a couple of years on and having gone on dates and having had short relationships and things like that and doing the work on myself, I'm so much more aware of like, no, no, I have to be like a full person who stands alone. It's because you're yeah going into dating without any roles. You don't have to play a role for this you know, other person that you're dating. There's nothing that they can expect from you or should be expecting from you. But then again, it is hard to, you know, go from a marriage where you do play this role of you do this and do that or say this or act a certain way to going, okay, no, I don't have to do this for this man. Yeah. And there's no, there's no expectation. There's no roles. You just be you. Yes. And when you say roles, I guess I just want to clarify, like I don't mean as though I was putting on an act in my marriage, but what I mean is I really identified more with the parts of me that were strongly connected to my relationship, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. And that's again, like me saying the roles, I don't mean that, you know, every woman has a certain role that they have to play. But just like your job or when you're a mum, you do. You have certain things that you do that are just because you're in that role. You're in that role of being a wife. Yeah. You don't have to be a wife for a boy that's buying you $12 calamari. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and, yeah, so I know it's really, like, pithy. It's very cheesy to say, like, be yourself. It's kind of like a live, laugh, love type quote. But it's so important. Go in as you are, like, just be 100% yourself and have that view of I would rather someone doesn't like me for who I am versus they like a watered down version or an amped up version or whatever because ultimately that's only going to lead to heartache because you can't keep that up for a long period of time and I think that kind of happened in my last relationship a little bit was like like maybe to a certain extent I guess 
it depends what day it is, how I reflect on it. But like there was just a big part of me that liked being like the easy girlfriend, like didn't need anything, didn't want anything, didn't have any expectations. But ultimately, I guess I did deep down because then I was so hurt when it ended. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Be interested and interesting. I think sometimes people focus on themselves when they're on a date and it's like, oh, I want to put my best foot forward and tell my best stories and give them the best view of me. Yeah, it's like you're competing for the spotlight. For the spotlight. But yeah. it's so important to be interested. And I think sometimes people's nervous reaction is to talk about themselves yeah. and they forget to ask questions. So, like, ask questions, be curious. One of the biggest things that I think people should think about is how does the other person feel on the date as well? Like I know we just said think about how you feel, but like are you making them feel as though you are interested? Because I've been on dates where people have spoken about their dogs for like half an hour, which is cool, but then they've not even asked me what my kids' names are or asked me anything about my kids. And I'm like, there's an imbalance here. Yeah. I um oh look, I wouldn't see that date through, so I have no advice. <laughs> He'd talk to me about his dog and I'd be out. <laughs> so be interested and interesting. Yeah. Kylie said she's very good at being interested. Yes, which we're going to talk about in another episode, okay. I think. Um, what else? Having a go-to kind of silence filler I think can be helpful when you're starting out dating if you're a bit nervous about like, what if there's an awkward silence? Yeah, yeah. Write a stack of palm cards and pop them in your handbag and then just pull one out. <laughs> Like cards of humanity. A teleprompter. Yeah. Have a friend come with a teleprompter and stand behind your date. <laughs> and next up, we'll move on to current world events. <laughs> no, what I mean is some people really find it's like sweaty palms and it's, <laughs> it's running. It's running. <laughs> Notes on your thighs. Um, some people find silence as awkward. I love an awkward silence because I'm like, let the silence do the work see what happens yeah see what they can dig out of their little man bag yeah yeah no so kylie's uh, silence mess. filler i'm reading this off of her page <laughs> i shouldn't be um was how's your dating experience which i think that's a great We've spoken about yeah that that's before. a great opener and it's it's easy everyone's da- everyone's got an experience to tell as far yeah, as dating even if goes. it's like nothing like oh no i haven't been on any dates this is your first like you know what i mean like yeah. it just opens it's not up. their first date if they're in their 20s or 30s and if it is then go home don't, <laughs> don't date someone that's never been on a date a um, i had one i don't know if it's written down but date multiple people you do know <laughs> that it's not written down because you're useless <laughs> it was written down in my mind is the date it's just dropped yeah, in it's just dropped in date multiple people at once and don't feel bad for it don't feel like you have to put all of your energy into one person because look chances are you're probably going to meet them and the band is not going to be the same so have that little little backup well I think that takes the pressure off right yeah absolutely. Like I know there's an episode of sex in the city where Carrie talks about going on a simu date and she's like just going like a practice date so if you really love and I think like with the dating multiple people one of the good things is if you are dating you go on a date with someone right and then you go on a date with someone else it will tell you like whether you like that other person or not yeah compare the pair <laughs> i like that that might be my new slogan Com- put it on a shirt compare the pair no because like i just mean you'll either find yourself 
wishing you were with the other person. Yeah. Or you'll be like, oh, my gosh, I'm having such a good time. And, and that even, can tell, yeah. give you some intel as well. You yeah, know, I agree. But I think it's not – it should be normalised to be able to – date multiple people at once that's not something that should be frowned upon or should be looked at how do you feel if the shoe's on the other foot if if a guy that you're going on a date with is dating multiple people does that bother you oh yeah no i only want to be the one dating multiple people (laughs) see i have to admit my presumption is that they're dating other people Like, I don't ever presume someone is exclusively dating me unless I've had that conversation with someone. And I think, no, and to be honest, it doesn't it doesn't bother me if people are dating multiple people. Don't get me wrong. I think, and this is what we're about to chat about next, is when someone that you're sleeping with is, you know, not exclusively sleeping with you, oh, then I, I would have an issue. I would not sleep with anyone until I knew that it was exclusive. Like, I'm talking date multiple people. Go have for, multiple conversations. Have multiple conversations, not multiple sexual partners <laughs> yeah. at once, which is totally fine if that, like, whatever, live your truth. But the multiple conversation thing, I find it so, um, so much pressure when someone's like, I'm only talking to you on a dating app. Like, I've had that experience where people are like, oh, now that we've matched, I'm only talking yeah, to you. Yeah, but they're lying. That's not true. No one is only talking to you. <laughs> I've, I've said that to 20 boys at once. No, I'm only talking Copy to and you. paste. <laughs> okay, okay. But no, I feel like sometimes older guys on dating apps, they're a bit green on apps. So they'll be like, oh, I've matched with this person and this match is it. Like, I'm just going to pursue this one match. And it's like, whoa. How whoa, whoa. old are these men that you're matching with? <laughs> I've got one person in mind and this was months ago. And it was just like like early 40s. And I was like, well, bro, like you need to like spread it around a bit. Like this is too much too soon in a conversation. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. So, yeah. Oh, I would have taken his exclusivity. <laughs> you would have taken it. <laughs> taken it and run. Yeah, right. Um, this is kind of a tangent, but when would you have the exclusive conversation with someone? Do you, or do you have it or do you just feel like it progresses no, and you I, both know? No, I think you have to have it. Look, I'm – this could be the blind leading the blind in this situation because could be. my track record has a – you know, there's been some turns, a bit of turmoil. Um I would say, like, there's no pressure. There's no time limit. I think go for a few dates. You'll know after a few dates if you want to exclusively see that person or if you want to keep dating around. But I think definitely have the talk. Don't just assume mm. because when you assume, you're just you're not going to be on the same page. <laughs> you're going to go into the you're making an ass out of you and me. Yes, Dad. Okay. And then the other little thing that I wanted to mention when it comes to dating is forget rules and games. Because I hate all of the rhetoric surrounding, oh, like you've got to let the man feel like he's pursuing you. You've got to wait the same amount of time before they text you. Like wait, like just, and this comes back to just be yourself because it's better that they don't like you for who you truly are versus the other (laughs) option. There's no three-day rule in my universe. If they they haven't texted me in three days, I have forgotten they exist. (laughs) Literally have forgotten they exist. (laughs) She's like, they're dead to me. Three hours, they're they're gone. Um, And, yeah, I think some guys are still caught up 
in that idea. Like I remember Schmillen on one of the dates, which we've referenced this bloke before, saying like women don't like a man that's too available. And it's like, just don't play games. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, just, yeah, don't play games. You don't need to play games. There is not, you're not in high school. Like there's no need to play games. And I think it's totally fine if you finished a date and you've driven home just to send the first text and say, hey, thanks, I had a great time or... Yeah, go first. Not send the, not send the first text and <laughs> ghost out. <laughs> no rules, she says. No rules. All right, I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about staying safe out in these streets. <laughs> and the sheets. <laughs> so firstly, if you are going down the online dating path, thinking about having a safe dating profile which to me really means like not having your full name not having any identifiable things in your photograph such as your workplace yeah I think that's a big one uniform um your children uniform um yeah children especially like I don't necessarily think that's unsafe but it's unnecessary you don't need to have your children on your dating profile I think it can be unsafe in the way of if there are people out there who are predators and they have that predatory behavior and they're like, oh, I'm going to zone in and maybe they have a speciality of, you know, like wearing down a single vulnerable mum. Like maybe, you know, they can smell it from a mile away. Yeah, I get that. That's That's a good point, but. So no school uniforms, no work uniforms, no identifiable things like that because there are people out there who can be a little bit crazy and Mallory's pointing to herself. <laughs> yes. Yes. Are you the crazy person well, or you've been in the situation? I tracked. She's like, me, me. I'm the crazy person. I tracked someone down. I knew nothing about them except a first name. And I saw a logo on their, their, I don't know, business partner or colleague's shirt. And I, I did the math and I found it. See this, we've said this before in an episode, women will find a man so easily. I'm like, give me one crumb. Like, give me one interest. I'll find you. Literally. This man had the most generic name. What was it? Rhymes with puke. (laughs) And I found him. Yeah. There you go. A real, a real detective. Um, what else with dating profiles? Stay aware of fake profiles because people will create fake profiles. Like there are stock images out there, people that don't verify their profiles, which that, that is an option on some, like I know for sure on Bumble, you can request someone that you're speaking to verifies their account. Like that means that they um, make it, what's the word? Like it's make it official that they are who they say they are. They have to take a photo that proves that their face matches the photos that they've uploaded. And I think given the time now, like I think back to, gosh, when we used to watch like Catfish, you know, like 10, 15 years ago. That show's still around. There wasn't, you know, the like ability to FaceTime at such like, you know, so easily. And I think it is, there is going to be fake profiles, but they're normally, I've had the experience of matching someone and being like, oh, my gut is telling yeah. me this is a fake profile. And I will say, I think that you have a fake profile and they will unmatch you so Stra- fast. Straight away. But also I th- I don't think there's anything wrong with a quick little FaceTime before you do meet up for a date. Like I, I would never FaceTime. Oh, I absolutely would. No, it's not for me. Really? I don't FaceTime people that I like, let alone strangers. Oh, no, I'm, I'm all for, okay, so this is where we differ, but I think it is safe. 
if you're especially if you have any kind of elements oh, yeah, of doubt. Yeah, I think for sure safety wise it's a great idea. Yeah, pop a pop concerned. a filter over your face if you're concerned. <laughs> um I just find like FaceTime so awkward even with people that you know. Oh, I love a FaceTime. Okay. All right, Queen. Am I allowed to read off the list or no. am I still banned? Number two. If you are meeting up with someone who you haven't met before, a public place. That was actually my point, guys. So I should have. Of course, I had that written down when it comes to safety. I should have been able to read that one off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But a public place, I think, you know. Holy moly! (laughs) Sorry, I just (laughs) Lou just snuck up on now. Jumped on me. I think um, a public place is (laughs) is a really, really important. Thing to do for a first meeting regardless of how good the band has been how many facetime conversations you've had go somewhere public drive yourself yeah so i've not taken this advice twice in my dating experience in like the last couple of years since being single at this age where i've had two guys pick me up for dates and i have felt really comfortable because and i don't know like i'll just speak honestly, I don't know whether it's like a faux, obviously it's a faux comfort because I don't know these people, but the first guy that picked me up, he had like a following on Instagram, like a small-ish following, but enough that I knew mutual people that followed him and I knew what his job was. So I was like, I feel like I have enough information about this person that he felt safe, which is silly, really. Yeah. And I think also it's not... Like, that is silly now that I'm saying it out loud. It, it is silly. I'm just thinking I've only had one pick-me-up and um, I lived at Dad's house, so <laughs> <laughs> awkward. Um, I, But I think it's also – it's not so much about, I guess, the, the safety as such, but just so you can go when you want to. Like, even if you're not necessarily in a position where you're feeling unsafe or uncomfortable, but if you're just done – You've got the control. Yeah, you have to wait for this man to drive you home and then awkwardly try to come into your front door and it's just it just adds extra extra steps. I also like it for the sake that if you are meeting for a drink and you are driving, it instantly puts a limit on how much you're actually going to drink. So it's going to keep you in like a a good state of mind to like have all of your faculties about you because you're like, no, no, I can only have one drink or two drinks or whatever it is. Um, so there's no chance of you then like letting the date run away with you because I think if you then end up having more than like one or two drinks and I'm just speaking for myself because I am someone who I have three drinks and I can't feel my arms. Yeah, but also that's totally fine. If you want to, if you get there and you're comfortable and you've driven yourself and you want to have three drinks, leave your car and catch an Uber. Yeah. And if the vibe's right, go for it. But what I'm talking about is like alcohol obviously lowers your inhibitions and changes your judgment all of us, everyone has had the experience where we've been drunk and it's like, <laughs> she's pointing to herself again. She keeps forgetting it's not a visual medium. It's audio, babe. I wasn't telling them all. I was just oh, telling you. Okay. I, yeah, I know these Ky- things. Kylie sent me a stay woke, sis. <laughs> Stop drinking. Me? Yeah. You. Yeah. Oh, but you weren't drinking then? No, no, I was. When? With, um, the day cocktails that I never do, the same one that picked me up. Oh, yeah, but I love that for you. Like, I feel like you could do with, like, a little more yeah, like, I was, relaxing into it. Like, I would love you to have a drink I with me. I was enjoying that. Yeah, that's fun. But 
I'm just saying that if you're going to drive yourself, at least then you have that safety net of hitting eject when you want to. Yeah. And also the safety net of not lowering your inhibitions too much so that you've not got your wine goggles on. Yeah. Agree. What else? Tell a friend where you're going. Yeah. Drop a pin. Yeah. Drop a pin. Share a location. I don't. I like having someone knowing that I'm going on a date because I like that they're going to be mindful of like checking in with me. Like literally every time I have a date, when the date ends, there's a text message from you being like, update me. And it's like just that safety of knowing <laughs> I, I someone is aware. I normally send them throughout the night. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like literally last Constant night. stream. <laughs> update me. Hi, are you awake? Update me. What are you doing? Um, but it's nice because it can be confronting spending time with someone that you don't know. So it's nice to know someone's going to check in with you. Um, know your boundaries, which kind of goes back to the knowing your limits with drinking as well. But it can also be in regards to sex and having people pick you up and all of that stuff, knowing your boundaries. Yeah. And enforcing your boundaries. Don't let anybody swindle around them. Like make sure that your boundaries are firm and you abide by that. And that's why driving yourself is a system to abide by that, I think. You know? Yeah, agree. Um, and last but certainly not least, practice safe sex. Like, can't can't recommend it enough. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, don't every- have your STD yeah. checks. Use protection. Do not be afraid to make make a man use protection. Yeah, and I think that's a big thing. Is speak up. Like, don't. Yeah, which goes hand in hand with you know, knowing your boundaries. And I think everyone has been in situations where, you know, it would be so easy to get caught up in the moment. But stay woke. Stay woke. Yeah, stay woke. Be safe. Get a test. <laughs> get a test if you're afraid. <laughs> Even right. if you're not afraid, get a test. 100%. Always. I mean, that goes hand in hand with just being an adult. Like, stay up to date with your pap smears. Stay up to date with your STD checks if you are out and about and sleeping with multiple people that are not your long-term partners. And also before going exclusive and sleeping with someone, do the responsible thing, get a check so that you can say to the person in good faith, like knowing. So you can unfold that little piece of paper and hand it to them and say, it's not me, it's you. Yeah. (laughs) Keep your side of the street clean. All right. So those are a couple of tips in terms of how to date and also how to stay safe out there. Did you have anything else to add to that one? No, I think we've covered it. I think we've done really well. All right, team. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> this is what I want. This is what I need. If you don't have to go, I can set you free. Are you going to make a move? Are you going to come and see? Whatever you want to do, you know what's cool with me. Whisper in the dark. Whispers in the dark. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.